I've got three questions for Father Lawrence and Peter. This concerns more of our meditation practice. We are required to be silent in meditation. We also required to pay attention to the mantra. How do we do that? Are we not using our mind to pay attention? And is that not thinking? Meditation is laying aside our thoughts. And so we must understand what is the purpose of the mantra. The purpose of the mantra is to help us to leave our thoughts behind. Now, you can say, I don't need to do that. I can just be silent. But you will find that your mind is restless. So it's a question of what your mind is going to be filled with. Is it going to be filled with a lot of unending, unceasing thoughts, one thought leading to another? Or whether you can come to concentration, the art of, of listening to the mantra. So the purpose of the mantra is really to help you to let go of your thoughts. It is not as though you're thinking about the mantra. You are not. We are sounding the mantra. We're not even concerned with the meaning of the mantra. We're not thinking about this meaning, but we're just allowing the faithful recitation of the mantra to steal our mind, to lay aside our thoughts. So this is something which we have to learn to practice. And you will find that as time goes by, we start off by sounding the mantra, and then we begin to listen to it. And then as you begin to listen to it, you realize that you are able to be more attentive to the mantra. And it's by our faithful attention to the mantra that we are able to leave our thoughts behind. So that's another way of saying we learn to transcend our thoughts, but we need the help of the mantra to do so. That's perfect. I would just add, never forget that saying the mantra is a journey. And the journey takes us into deeper and more subtle levels of saying it. So at first it's as if you're saying it with constant interruption. Then it's more as if you're sounding it because it is now becoming rooted in you. And then eventually, and John Lane said, this is when your meditation is really beginning. You're listening to it. But then don't forget also, he said, in God's own time, it will lead you into silence absolute. But he added, don't jump the gun. Because going into that silence absolute is God's gift. It's not our choice. It's grace. So what we can do is by saying the mantra more and more subtly, listening to it more and more deeply, we are preparing ourselves for that moment of, of grace. But in that preparation, we are receiving a great deal of grace and a great deal of benefits as well. I would like to enjoy God's peace but my meditation is a struggle with pause. How can I experience God's peace? And what is the experience like? I heard a Buddhist monk once, somebody asked him, I fall asleep during meditation a lot. 
what can I do? And the monk said, get angry. He said, if you're very angry, he said, you won't fall asleep. The Buddha was once asked a question at the end of his life. What did you get out of meditation? And he said, nothing. But I lost a lot. I let go of a lot. That's the approach we should take. And that is the Christian approach to meditation. It's not that we're trying to get something that we call peace or God or happiness or whatever it is we want. And we're thinking meditation is going to get this benefit for me. If you think of it like that, you're driving your car with your brake on and it's going to be quite difficult. If we approach it in the way that Jesus describes prayer, we take the break off. And he describes prayer as coming to poverty of spirit. So letting go. Not trying to get something, but letting go. It's a difference of attitude, but it makes all the difference in the world. So think of your mantra, think of your times of meditation as ways of letting go of your anger, of your distractions, of your thoughts. And of course, you have to let go of them one after another, one after another, and keep returning to the mantra with gentleness and fidelity. But then you will come to see that what you want, let's say it's peace, is already there. It's your true nature. The peace of Christ is in us. The love of God is in us. The hope that we want is in us. We have to allow the space to open up in which we can experience that this peace is already given to us. Somebody once approached me and he said he wanted to learn to meditate. So I said, why do you want to, to meditate? So he says, I want to meditate because I want peace. So I say it's quite simple. Drop the I and drop the want and you will have peace. So in other words, the lack of peace is due to our desires and due to our self-centeredness. So meditation is the way in which we let go of our self-preoccupation, dropping the I. And it's also the way that we let go of our desires. Because our desires agitate us, and when our desires are not fulfilled, we get angry, and we don't have peace. So drop the I, drop the want, and peace remains. Is there any difference between centering prayer and mantric prayer? John Main taught there is only one prayer for the Christian, and that is the prayer of Christ. St. Paul says, we do not know how to pray, but the Spirit prays in us deeper than words. So that's the fundamental thing to say about prayer, first of all that we're not praying with this technique or that technique and one technique is better than the other 
or in competition. There are different approaches to prayer, but there is only one prayer. That's the first thing to say. There are differences between the, the different approaches and uh, the difference between centering prayer and Christian meditation is the approach that you take to your word, to your mantra. In this tradition that we take from the desert tradition and the cloud of unknowing, for example, the emphasis is on saying the word continuously and returning to it continuously. That's a little different from the emphasis of, on centering prayer, where they would say that you can choose when to stop saying the word and you rest in that peace of God. So it's a different approach. And many times <laughs> when I used to meet with Father Thomas Keating, we discussed uh, these differences and we would go into a lot of detail, a lot of subtle analysis. And in the end, of course, we come to the same conclusion that you can't reduce prayer to a technique, but it is a discipline. And whatever approach to prayer you take, be faithful to the discipline. Don't be a butterfly, but be faithful to the discipline and it will bring you home.